Nicola. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and uh, I'm happy we're having another wonderful episode of the Lemonade Lounge. How are you today, young lady? I'm wonderful. I'm really wonderful. How are you? That's great. Uh, how is this Zoom um, uh, uh, Zoom podcast treating you? How are you finding it? I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah. it. It's so convenient. This physical distance and it's it's working for us, right? Now, it is. We're making it work, basically. We're making it work. Yeah, pivoting and adjusting, right? You know, and yeah, good, good, good. So, welcome, folks, to another wonderful um, episode of the Lemonade Lounge, where you get your mind, your body, and your money juices flowing. Uh huh. <laughs> Today, I'm, my name is Lincoln Holness, and uh, this is my lovely uh, host. Nicola. Yeah, co-host, I should say, Nicola. And no, together, you're my co-host. Okay, well, it's, that's a good thing. I like that. Woman power. Go, girl. <laughs> but together, we would like to... Squeeze your squeeze lemons. Your lemons. That's, that's great. That's great. Nicola, why don't you talk a little bit about what... Um, uh, What's the lemons are today? Today's lemon is protesting in America to reopen states during COVID-19 and its effects. Lincoln. Yes, ma'am. Let's juice your lemons. I agree. Let's do it. (laughs) So, Lincoln, how do you choose your lemons? But most importantly, how do you squeeze them? Aye, aye, aye. Well... Juicing uh, juicing my lemons, choosing my lemons is uh, looking at the 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 side of things that I can control mm-hmm. and then finding the solutions to those things if they pose a, an issue to mm-hmm. me. So um, in 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 what's taking place currently uh, in the US are the protesting to reopen or in a hurry to reopen. Uh, uh, to me I think that's a bad idea. That's my personal opinion. According to the 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 uh, professionals, the medical professionals, it's like walking into the middle of the freeway, basically, <laughs> right? You know, you have 10,000 cars coming at you and you walk into the middle of the freeway. Somebody's going to hit you, <laughs> you know? So that's, you, you have a possibility, there's a possibility if you get the hit is high. So it's a kind of like the same thing with, with this here, protesting, going out, reopening, the possibility of continuing COVID-19 now is high. Now, it goes a little, for me, I think it goes a little deeper than that. But what's your take on it? We can continue the deepness after this. Um, with opening the economy, um, well, post- protesting, I really don't um, agree with people out there protesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they can if they are following the rules and they are social distancing. However, they are, the, the government has said numerous times that they don't want to have more than um, 50 people in an area. Mm-hmm. So even if you're social distancing six feet away from the next person, if you have more than 50 people, you're breaking the rules, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as well, these protests, they've had more than 50 people. So... This is a way of spreading the virus. Mm-hmm. Um, the virus has been said to be airborne. Others say it's not airborne. Um, who knows what it really is? But I'm, if they're protesting and they have less than um, 50 people and they're social distancing, that is fine. Yeah. But that's um, another... Go ahead. Finish your thought. That's another what? But that's another reason why they should not be out there because it's not like we know enough about this disease because every 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 the, the more they're studying it, they the more they're discovering. Like uh, for an example, they're saying at first they said that it's um, it's you know it's it's nine days. Um, it can live on surfaces up to nine days, um, and then it says okay after fourteen days of quarantining you you don't. Uh, you're okay. Now it went up to 17 days. It can live in surfaces up to 17 days. Oh, I didn't hear about the 17. Oh days. yeah. That's new for me. That's a, that's what I'm saying. They're discovering new things. And now it can also live in your nose for 21 days. 
not 14 wow. days, right? So okay, they. So this is all news to me. I haven't all heard new. any of this. As they study, because this is brand new. This is just a couple months old. They can't just razzle dazzle, wave the magic wand, and find the solution or the cause or whatever of this or how to take care of it in a second. This takes time. You know, we're men, we're not gods. What are you <laughs> suggesting, Matthew? What are you, you suggesting? Know. Well, I, they, they, here's the thing. It, I understand they're protesting. I completely do. Because this is uh, pure psychological. It's deeper than protesting, right? People look at it as they're idiots and they're out there protesting. No, they're not idiots. It's just that if they're, it's deeper than that. They are, um, uh, what is taking place here is purely psychological. People are in a hurry to go back to norm. They're hitting a ceiling of breakthrough to their norm. So that ceiling causing that frustration to, they're in a hurry to go back to the norm. Because I, I think that's part of it, but I also believe that just by watching the news and hearing a lot of people, um, it could be psychological, but a lot of people do not have money. If they don't have money and they're not getting money from the government, they have no way of putting food on their table. So a lot of people want to go back to work so they can have that income. So they can buy food for their family. Yeah, Which but there's sense. yeah, but you got to look at um, a, a lot of situations here. A lot of them who are out there protesting to go back and using that as the reason to go back. If you think about it for a moment, now there's two sides to this that I'm going to explain a little bit. That's my opinion, personal opinion. The first side of this is that most of them who's probably out there protesting don't have a job to go back to because their company just go out of business. <laughs> right, and they don't. The company don't have the money to pay them, anyways. So they probably that, that would be probably, really stupid if you're going to protest to go back to work and your company they, is out of business. That but they don't know. Stupid. They don't know, right? They don't know their company. I have a friend who who called me and tell me that um, they got an email. They got laid off on a on a on a on a Zoom call. The, the company laid off like two hundred of them on a Zoom call. <laughs> you know, um, just the ripple so, effects are crazy. Just yeah. So these are the things that is happening. So a small business who's closed and out of business, he's there struggling. He does not have time to call his ten employees or his twenty employees. He's trying to find money for his him and his family. Right. So um, there's two sides to this. You're protesting to to go back to in a hurry to go back to something that might not be there. Well, while you could be looking for a different solution that might be able to help you. That's one side. The second side and what of would that, be a good solution? I'll get to that. The second side of this is um, it is the government responsibility in a situation like this, because they've never done this before. They have, they, we've never come across this before, and they've never had to take care of their citizens like this before. So the government should be in a position or should not be struggling or should not be even thinking about taking care of their citizens. Just go print the money if you have to and give people food, right? Send them. Look at Canada. What I like about Canada is they jump into action. They didn't give $1,200. They give two grand to each person and they put like uh, three or four months and they will extend if needed to. This is how um, uh, the U.S. could have done the exact same thing. Now, if you think of the trillions of dollars they can find for war and destructions and all of these things and the trillions of dollars they could give to corporations and spend overseas, they have base in 500 different countries around the world and spend an unlimited amount of resources in other areas, which is useless and foolishness and not helping us, wasting of money that they could use to feed their citizens. And that money that they're giving to their citizens are the citizens' money in the first place. It came from their taxes, right? So it doesn't really make any sense, the battle to take care of your citizens. So that's, that's one of the main solutions to ease the stresses of people till COVID-19 is um, in a situation where they, they could go back to work and start doing their things. The second thing to that is people need to become more proactive rather than reactive. 
And this is the solution that I was thinking about. There are tremendous opportunities right now, and people have skills that they could offer. My skill, you probably could use my skill, right? So if I'm working at a company for five years, I have a skill. I've developed a skill in that five years, right? If I'm working at a company for 10 years, I have developed a skill. Now, how can I offer this skill to a group of people that is needed, that needs it? and or to a company or to something. So this is what people should be thinking. If you think of the growth, the, the, the growth of China, I was reading something that China have over 50 million millionaires right now, right? We're surpassing like the US and every other country in the world. Yet they have one and a half, close to one and a half billion people, right? But think about this for a moment. The only reason why they could have over 50 million millionaires and they could rise so quickly it's because of their promotion of entrepreneurship they support it they promote it because you can't hire one and a half billion people it's not possible just like in the u.s the u.s is not able to hire 350 million people right that's why they have unemployment at you know five percent 4%, 6%, 7%, you know what I mean? So what they need to do is to spend some of those resources on promoting entrepreneurship, helping the people, because, you know, I'm selling to you, you have products that I need and service that I need, and I have products and service that you need. So we're helping each other and the money is circulating. And then you have those people who are, um, I can hire one person. You know, if each, if you have uh, a thousand entrepreneurs, and each one of them hire one person or farm out something to one person, right? That's a thousand jobs you just created. <laughs> right? And that's, that, that's social distancing too, right? That's also social distancing. So we can find we're in a hurry to go back to the norm because that's what we know and that's what we're used to and that's what we're most comfortable at. And so where we at right now, we're hitting a ceiling psychologically because the norm now is becoming um, what we're doing right now that is becoming a little uncomfortable. We're not used to this. We want to go and get out of this real quick and go back to what we're used to. This is you, the nature of human beings. This is how we operate. We want to go back to the norm as quickly as possible. That's my take on it. Uh, there's more to it and there's deeper than that, of course. And if you... I'm not a, a psychologist, but if you talk to some, I'm sure they will. Uh, some of them will agree with my um, uh, uh, my theory. I should say. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I do believe talking to people. A lot of people want things to go back normal. Mm -hmm. Maybe because of some of your reasons, but mostly because they need to be able to uh, put food on the table for their family. Um, another reason is a lot of people are just not used to being in such close spaces with their significant others and their family. They're used to going to work during the day. Now they have to be at home. And this but those are pure psychological, though. Those are all psychology. These are this is all the frames that you're looking through. That's all it is. Um, if you if you switch your frame. For an example, if you say if you stop stop thinking that, man, it's so hard to stay home and locking up. Like I saw a, a post, um, someone post, posted yesterday on Facebook, and the post was, uh, 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 COVID nineteen has started to to get to me by locking up in the in the, and you know staying home. I'm starting to feel like it's driving me crazy. Right now, if you if that's your type of thinking, then of course it's going to drive you crazy because that's the frame, that's the lens you're choosing to look through in the given moment. Now, if you change that frame and you look at it and goes, "Wow, this is a tremendous opportunity for me to start spending more time with my family, re um, rebuilding my relationship, or strengthening my relationship with my spouse and my children, or what have you." And, you know, get my R&R &R and my exercise and all of these things going. You would be amazed the type of creativity 
that um, camaraderie that you could start creating. You definitely can, Lincoln, but yeah. it's a little hard to do all of that when you have no money to buy food, of right? Of course. But if you're in a situation like that, it is hard because you're thinking about your family. You want to feed them. You want to give them food. You want Absolutely. to be able to do certain things. So I it's hard to do that, right? I completely agree with that. But does anger going to solve that? Does frustration going to solve that? Does um, okay, so Lincoln, uh, all of those solves, other things? You see, this is the thing. You're not experiencing that. I'm not experiencing that. If you were in a situation where you had no money and you didn't have food and you had five kids to feed, I'm positive you would be thinking differently. You wouldn't be thinking about, let me frame it this way. Let me frame it this way. You'd be thinking, I need to go out there. I need to protest. I need to get a job. I need to make some money. I have nothing coming in. My kids are going to die. They're going to get sick. Think about those people. But you Think know what, what I would they're feeling. Okay, but you know what I do. What I will do. You are you. You started to say something there, which is which makes sense. You start to find a solution. You don't go. You don't take the time to go out there and protest because protesting is not the solution. You find us protesting ain't going to put food on your table tonight. Protesting okay. is a solution so, for a lot of things. Did you not okay. notice I, a I, lot of the states started to reopen, right? I, I understand. They did. But, and but how and many people- a lot of these restaurants, a lot of these restaurants, they actually started to open the doors, not for people just to come in and do takeout. They're actually having people come in and sit down and eat, but they've okay. got it set up for social distancing and they have no more than 50 people in there. But Guess now what? That's also helping the economy. That's helping people to get back and work and provide for their family. They're doing that. Now, you, you're, you're, um, you're talking about something different now because you're not talking about working. People, that the is working. The people on, are going into the restaurants to work. They're cooking. People, they're doing They stuff. were working Lincoln. before. They were doing that before. I know that. Delivering. But now so, they have, Hold on, you know, let me finish. They laid off a lot different. of people. They let no. a lot of people stop working. So no, now they're a lot of the, back in. A lot of the restaurants that stayed open uh, was delivering. They still kept their staff because they they got really busy because people was ordering. So they, okay, I they, know people staff. in the restaurant business, and no, so, they didn't keep all their staff. What they kept were people who were cooking. They didn't keep the waitresses. A lot of them keep and their A staff. lot of the waitresses lost their jobs. They, they, they have to try and get unemployment. So no, I have one friend. She works in a restaurant, and she's a waitress. And how does she make her money? She makes the majority of her money through tips. Her rent is $2,000 a month. So what the government is giving, 2000 that doesn't help. That does not cover her rent, right? doesn't cover her rent at all um, because she needs to buy, buy food. She needs to do a lot of stuff. Like, she still has to pay rent. They didn't cut back on the rent. She would get a lot of her money from tips. So she got yeah, a regular salary, which was low, and she got her tips. That way she was able to pay rent and she was able to buy groceries. She was able to pay for transportation. Now she does not have that. If, um, as the restaurants reopen now and they have the traffic of people coming in there and sitting down spaced out, guess what? She can actually go back to work and she could serve people now, right? It's a smaller group, but she can serve. So I'm talking about people who are experiencing this, people that I've spoken to. This kind of stuff helps them. Sure, sure, looking back, we can say, no, they shouldn't be doing this. But we have to think about what they're going through, why they would want to put themselves there to do this, because they're not making enough money. Rent is expensive. Well, do you think going back at this time, especially like in the restaurant industry, like since you're talking about that, do you think she's going to make more than $2,000 and a low wage and in tips right now? Because people are not going to be spending. She's making Hold what on. she hasn't been making in the last two months. See, the, the people are not going to be spending the um, the kind of, first of all, 50. People are not going to be spending the way they've been spending because they, there's a slide in the economy. Um, the going out is, is going to slow down, all of these things. So she needs what, instead of complaining and, and crying about the situation, what she needs to do is pivot. She needs to pivot. She needs to look for something, take this time, 
and um, upper skill, maybe move, maybe downsize a little bit from 2,000 a month and pivot and upper knowledge and get something like uh, you're, you want to serve people, go into, um, what I heard Cuomo say this, go into the to the industry that that's needed in the in the healthcare industry. Everybody's situation go into different. Start developing your knowledge. Of course, it is. It's easy to just point. spit it out and say you should do this. Mm. You should do this. You should do of this. Of course, everybody's Nicola. situation. Of course, is it's different. always those it's are just not the, that easy for people to just pivot. Okay, right? We it, don't. It, you don't know her background and what she's gone through to get to where she is. You said right. downsize. She has downsized. She's downsized. This is a one bedroom that she's paying two grand for monthly. So if she was to downsize, she would be downsizing into a bachelor. She would have to be looking for something that's available. There's something called first and last month's rent. These are all the things that go into consideration. So you can tell people, pivot, do this. Unless you're in the situation, you don't know what it's like. At some point or another, one point or another, the majority of us find ourselves in situations like this, okay? I have, I can't tell you how many times I find myself in those situations, several times, and especially when I was running my uh, my sales company, the, the, find myself in dire straight situations, worse than a lot of these people. You know, imagine you needed to come up with 20 grand to make payroll a day later, tomorrow, and you don't have it today. Right. Uh, so this there are there are solutions. We can focus on all of the, the stuff that is happening and said, OK, we're not in your situation. We've never done this and you can't do that. That's I don't believe that's going to help. That's my take on it. Focusing on what is going wrong is not helping. However, focus on what can I do and how can I get out of the situations and start making lists? How can I improve? You might looking at it and planning just for today because you're looking at your current situation. But what about tomorrow? What about next week? What if the restaurants don't come back online and start um, producing the way it was producing when it, before COVID-19? Well, well, that means I'm not going to be making the same example. amount of money. That means I'm going to be in this, this um, similar position. What if my business, what my company went out of business? What am I going to do? See, we can't sit around and mope about the current situation. We got to be so what is your tangible what is your tangible solution educate pivot look for um things that you can do other than you don't have to be a waitress the government is giving you a little bit of money um adjust right and and uh to the i just explained to you the money that the government gives can't even cover rent okay well the point is that i'm sure that there is a way around it. If you sit down and you look and you write out stuff and you make, you start looking for the possibilities, you will find a way around it. You go do something, you go sell something, you go find something, you something to make that additional amount, something to adjust, something to do something. We can find a, an issue in everything and we could sit on the issue and find justifications for the reason why it is. I think you're is. talking to a more privileged audience and no. it's easier for them. No. Um, this is yes. for everybody. This is for everybody. You know, I remember um, uh, there's this, I was in Jamaica a couple of years ago and it, there is this um these people on the side who sell, there was this, like, I think it was a mother and son. And they're selling just some fruits, right? A bunch of fruits. And this is what they do. And every day at 6 a.m. in the morning, they're there till like 9 p.m. at night. Never fails. Every single day. Now, they have just a little thing with their thing. And they stay there and they sell and Sometimes they sell out, sometimes they don't, but they're there every day. And I asked them, you know, I asked them, I said, I said, because I would go there and buy some things from them to support them. And I said, you guys are here all day. The sun is hot, baking them, doing this. It doesn't really matter. They're there. Um, I said to them, I said, why you guys are doing this? Um, 
don't you don't you have a, a, a another way of selling? What is your vision? What is your, you know, what do you want to do? Is this you 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 know your son is going to come and take this over for the next ten years or whatever, right? After you're gone, and because I would I would get to know them, right? And she said we've been here in this location now for about. Um, three years, and it's right across from the Canadian Embassy, right? And she said, we've been selling, and, and uh, it's it's tough to be here because we, it, sometimes we don't make enough, sometimes we can't, um, uh, what do you call it? Sometimes we can't, uh, uh, you know, we don't make enough to, to, to do what we need to do, right? But we stay because... We stay because we have a um, we have a a plan. We want to move from here into a maybe a stall, and then maybe into a shop, right? So we're we stayed and we do this for 12, 14, 15 hours, even though the money's not good at times or what have you. But we have that plan. This is our goal. This is what we're working towards. Now we're nowhere near that. We're um, some days we feel like this is not worth it. But we we look at the alternatives. And what is the alternatives? The alternatives is not what we want to do because going out and get a job is difficult. We don't have the education. We don't have the skills. We don't have all of that stuff. So this is what we're doing. We grow our own stuff. Sometimes we have to go buy the stuff um, to go sell. But this is what we're doing because we have that plan. My point to this is that when you're working towards something and you have something um, that you're looking towards, it doesn't matter what you need to do down here. And it doesn't matter what is taking place in your life or what is going on or what is falling apart or what is happening because you know this is the direction I'm going into. Now, these people are nowhere near everybody in Canada and the U.S. Everybody. You take the guy on the street and they were living better than these guys. You go and see where they live. They don't, you know, they are not in a position they have more opportunity here in the U.S. and Canada than those guys than, than those guys there, right? What I'm talking to, who I was talking to, but they weren't using their situations and their condition as an excuse. They have a plan. They have very little to deal with, but they're utilizing what they have. Very little to to to, to go around, but they're utilizing what they have. And, and what would you tell them right now? Because you said they worked across the street from the embassy. So the embassy is closed. They're not allowed out. Um, what would you, what advice would you give them now to help okay, them so that they can make money? No, no, they're no. definitely not making any money right now. No, but here's the thing, though. They, 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 they don't rely just on the embassy. They rely on foot traffic. They re, they're very smart in the way they set up. Yeah, but they can't the, do that now. What advice uh, would you be telling them? No, they rely on, um, on, um, uh, on cars that go by on all of these things, right? So people are still working, people are still driving by, people are still doing that. So I'm sure if you go there today, they'll still be there and they'll. it doesn't matter how much they sell, they will still be out there or these are the kind of people who will find a way because they do not, they have a goal and they do not believe about sitting down and complaining about the situation. They have That's every reason. Point. They have every reason. Point. You said they will find a way and they don't believe about sitting down. Um, they'll find a way. So basically, sitting down and complaining well, about yeah. their situation. What you're yeah. saying, and you is that just these said people, that they'll be out there with the cars going by. That's not social distancing. That's breaking the rules. That's doing the things they no, have the to, car, to get the, food on the table. So the that's what is, other people want to do. They want to get back out there. They want to do their job. They want to get food on the table. Yeah, they but have their plans. They want to be able to do things too. Okay, you, you see, you're you're missing the moral of the story. I understand what you're saying, but I'm not. I'm not talking about people going to not get food on the table or going to work. Their jobs might not be there. 
that they're trying to get back to. The time they're taking to protest could be useful in other areas of their life, right? Now, open it up. What if there's a second wave to this? What do you do? Some of those same people who are protesting, I'm in a hurry to go back. What if, like the pandemic in 1918, the second and third wave kill more people than the first one? Why? Because people was in a hurry to go back. How long do you think would be a good time for people to just stay up and do nothing? I'm not a professional. And if you're staying up and do nothing, then that's where you are stupid. That's not what I mean. Stay off work and um, not try to get back to work and get their jobs back. What's a good time to how long I, do you think they should continue? I, I don't know. I just think you should heed the rules of the professionals because they don't know either. But the, the, the my point is that is, you know, if we're all in this together, I, I like what Cuomo did. I, I think Cuomo should be president and prime minister of Canada <laughs> at the same time. Why? Because the guy, the guy cares about people. He's not, he's not doing it politically. He's not doing it with his head. He is doing it with his heart. He's listening to, to his people and professionals around him. He said one, which is so amazing. He said, no landlord in New York state can evict any of their tenant for the next three or whatever months that he said, right? For non-payment of rent. That is some great stuff. He's thinking of his citizens. This is what our governments are there for. Governments are supposed to protect citizens like this girl. She shouldn't have to be paying her rent. We're all in this together. I noticed the, the banks are not giving ease to people. The corporations, none of the companies. I had a company um, uh, 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 that I've been calling for, for since last week and I couldn't get a hold of. And um, they turn off my stuff. Uh, I'm trying to switch from them. They turn off my stuff for non-payment. What I, stuff did they turn off? Um, a couple of things that I have going through them. But I'm switching from them. I've been switching from them to another company. Now, instead of giving me, and I've been with this company for like almost 10 years, instead of giving me some leverage and leeway and all of that stuff to, from and time to move my thing. No, in coronavirus, they don't care. And while at the same time, they shut off their customer service. A lot of them are working at home and they cut back on a lot of it. And when you call their number, they said you have to use um, chat because their customer service is not available. So the phone just said that and cut you off. No, I can't get a hold of them. I haven't been able to get a hold of them for a week and a half, right? And so we're talking about, and I like that Murray talks about this, customer service. There is no customer service. There's no companies, the companies are not um, getting together into this and say, okay, people are struggling. We're not in this together, basically. You know, you're in this by yourself. The government is fighting to, to not help you. Um, the companies are, are not trying to help you. The banks are not even helping you. They, no, they're not, they're all in this like business is normal. And it's, it's, it's really a sad thing to see about how money, money, our societies are not people, people. If we're in this together, we should band together to make this work. We should help each other. The government should be on the forefront leading the charge and telling companies that, look, you can't do this for people. You should not do that. Yeah, that's why I like Cuomo, because Cuomo said banks can't do that. Landlords can't do that. He, he's just making sense. He's operating under the, the, the you know common sense where he said people need the help. People are struggling at the time. Why are you going to apply more pressure to them? Bill collectors are still calling people. Banks are still trying to do this. These things are, are it just exposes our flawed system. And, our, and, our, and the bunch of garbage that exists in our system. And it just exposed how money hungry everybody is rather than human hungry. Um, I, I don't really agree with a lot of stuff you said, but- You don't need to. I know, I'm just letting you know though. For instance, with Cuomo, he says a lot of things and he sounds amazing, right? But even though he says it, it doesn't mean that people are adhering to that. 
Like, um, they said that here in Canada, too, that people shouldn't be worrying about these things. The government's got us covered. I have a friend. Um, what do they have covered? She owns, um, she owns a gym, mm -hmm. right? And you know the gyms are closed right now. Mm -hmm. um, some gyms are still taking memberships, even though people can't go in. Others have actually, they're not taking the membership. But she owns this gym. It's a franchise. However, she rents a space. Everybody knows the gyms are closed. Mm -hmm. She still has to pay her rent. But this is my the second. The landlord is, is asking for the rent. I know, but the government said that nobody should be evicted. No tenants should be evicted. But the Everybody government said that she, she should stand up for here. her right. Yeah, she, right? Should, she said that. But she, right now, stand up. the landlord, he wants his rent. He wants his rent. Why? Because he has to pay rent elsewhere. So it's a ripple effect, even though the government says nobody should be evicted. She's going to lose her place because she only has enough money set aside to pay rent for two more months. And if this continues, she's going to lose her business because she doesn't have the dues coming in. People are not going into the gym, but she, so now she's gonna she's taking money out of her savings to pay her rent. Of course. And, and this you, is my point. You would get mad at the landlord, but you can't get mad at the landlord because he's in the same predicament too, where he has to pay rent to for, for his other businesses, right? So he's got to be able to pull money from where he can pull money from so he could pay his rent. Well, that's my point. My point is that we're in this together. So if we're in this together, the ripple effect should not exist. The it ripple does. effect in that no, the ripple effect in that and that end of the spectrum should not exist. The ripple effect of helping each other should should be what we're doing right now. Right. So if we're talking about social distancing and I'm here trying to help you and you're your social distancing and all of these things. Then what about, um, uh, what do we cut? We need a word for the financial end of it. How about financial distancing or financial, whatever word, <laughs> we need to come up with a word like that. Because if I'm trying to help you by social distancing and, and doing all the things that I need to do necessary to help keep you healthy and me healthy, then we should be doing something financial distancing or financial whatever, right? At the same time, so we can help each other at the same time, because this is what we're doing. So this on a whole, I'm not talking about individual, I'm talking on a whole, entire whole, companies, individuals, and everything. we're in this together. The coronavirus is not just about me or you or that country or this country. It's the entire globe. So the globe needs to come together. That means corporations, governments, individuals, and make this work. Work on a system that works for humans. I do believe that they're trying to do that, but the ripple effect is still there. The government is trying to make it easy for everybody. Easier, not easy, but easier for everybody. Trying to ease that pressure that everybody's going through right now, that stress. But in reality, these are the things that are still happening. And that's why people want to get out there and get back to work so they can take care of these bills. But these are easy fixes, um, uh, uh, Nicola, because if you, you talk about the government is trying, that's foolishness. The government is in charge. They can make one rule right now, and that's it. Anyone who doesn't abide by these rules will be fined or will be arrested. Just like oh, they, they talk about arresting people for not social distancing or fining people for not social distancing and all that stuff. They can do the same with corporations. So I don't buy into these other excuses and these foolishness. The government is in charge. They can make these rules that apply and people have to abide by it or else you get fined or else you get jailed or else you get whatever, whatever punishment that's coming to you. But if you don't want to believe that we're in this together and you're in this by yourself, then fine. You go off on your own and do whatever you want and pay the consequences. But I don't buy into all of these other, other things because to me, they're excuses. The government is trying. That's foolishness. Trying is foolishness. You're in charge. You don't have to try to go to war. You could find the money for war tomorrow morning and mobilize a million soldiers overseas in two days. You got to try to take care of your citizen. That's foolishness. You I, I, well, my point is that I, you, you don't think they're trying, but it's easy to say we're going to give people this amount of money. You have to have the manpower there. 
so that they can send the money. They can do a lot of things. A lot of people are sick. A lot of people can't go to work. So they are, I, I honestly do believe that they are doing their best to get everything organized so people can be fed and people will have money to do the things that they need to do. No, it's not can, something that like, can happen just like that overnight. They, they can do better. Certain procedures and rules that they, they have to adhere to to actually get the money to people. The problem is the money yeah. is not always enough. Yeah, like I, I, I know people who have been, they make a lot more money than $2,000 a Absolutely. month. And now Absolutely. their businesses are closed. So their businesses are closed. They have their mortgage to pay on their house and they have their rent to pay on their business. $2,000 a month can't help them. No, that's, a, that's another problem. And then that they have to problem. take out these loans. They take out these loans. They have no money coming in. They can't pay back the loans. That is enough. These are all problems. Deeper and deeper into debt. These are all the problems. That's why I'm saying we needed a a financial distancing um, rule to be in place as well, where um, no corporations uh, can't keep charging you. You you don't pay for the next six months. Everything stopped. When everything is stopped, social distancing, financial distancing, it's all stopped. You know, so you keep the money you have for food and the government could up the $2,000. They could do it something like unemployment where you get a percentage of your normal income. The government know what your income is um, and the people who don't do their taxes get the $2,000. So they know who, uh, um, how much your income are. Uh, so there is a, they could even do it per household, right? You know, um, so there, there are different ways around this. They just jump and say this, and then this, and then this. But the rules that they're putting in place does not work for everyone. And um, and so they need rules that works for everyone. That's my take of it. And I don't think, I just think that being in a hurry to go back to, to something that is dangerous and deadly as, as this, this is like a repeat of 1918. They didn't know enough about the Spanish flu. And because of that, we have 600,000 Americans died. We have 50 million died worldwide. That's, that's you know, because they didn't know enough, right? They didn't know enough. And so I think that if you don't know enough, I think that you have to tread cautiously. You, you know? have to tread cautiously. But again, people yeah. who have no money and have no food, they're not focused on the virus. They're focused on getting their family. And I understand that. That's why, that's why I'm hell-bent on government stepping in to making sure that that's not happening. I, I There's a lot of food banks that are stepping up and a lot of people who are stepping up. It's just not enough. The, the federal government have the power to walk in and fix that problem. They can get up and go to war tomorrow morning in five minutes, but you can't fix well, your, that's your the citizens' thing, because problem. They've, Come on. they've had the army in place for years, so they've planned for that. They haven't planned for this pandemic, which now that it's happening, they can start planning and have an army in place for future pandemics. And this is the sad thing about this, Nicola, because in the last 20 years, we have five of these events have taken place. In 20 years, and you're telling me that you're not ready. You should you should wait for the second one for pandemic oh, sure. they, for they number two. They had five of them. However, they were much smaller. They that, weren't worldwide. The reason right? why it was much smaller is because they fought to contain it. They fought to contain it. Like Ebola, they 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 immobilizes doctors straight into Africa um, to try to make contain it. Even doctors, a few doctors died from it. Right. Um, doctors from America contracted it. Why? Because they wanted to contain it where it's at. So they, if they didn't contain it, that could have been a global thing. Uh, the, 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 the SARS, SARS, they mobilized people to try and contain it immediately. This one, um, I don't know why, how come it, it um, went out so quickly, uh, but it got away pretty quickly because a lot of delays, a lot of inactions, you know, it just start getting away. I think we don't, we're not taking these things seriously as we, um, as we should. That's my take of it. We should have a thing in place 
for just as like the military, like you talk about the military, as soon as there's uprise someplace, boom, activate that team. Because what? We have this team drilling, practicing, doing what they need to do, just like the military. And I think Bill Gates even said this, we need a virus um, a virus team, virus drill. You know, so we have people drilling, constantly practicing, training, just like the military. Readiness, right? Getting ready. So as soon as something like this come on board, boom, we go there and kill it, suppress it, right? So it's, and these are the things that we need to have in place. That's my take on it. I think that delaying and waiting will put us in the position where we have today. Inaction cause where we are, not, you know, preparing and planning. We have the resources. I don't know why we're not doing it. It's just really strange. But again, the economy take a, 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 a slip in one direction. The whole world is in a panic. <laughs> Let's fix it. We got to fix true. it. We got to we, We've been on this for quite some time. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really know what the solutions are, but what do you think some good takeaways could be for today? For people, um, wait, let me finish. Mm-hmm. For people who are in those situations that I mentioned that um, don't have the money to pay their rent, even though they're getting the money from the government, that don't have the money to buy food for their family, that don't have the money to pay um, their rent for their businesses, um, that don't have enough money to pay their mortgages, and are digging themselves deeper into getting these financial loans. Um, What kind of advice do you have for them? When I was okay, when I was in um, running my my business, and I have all these salespeople, and I was struggling sometimes. And I remember when nine eleven happened, right? Uh, the whole country shut down. Uh, actually, my office, my business was closed for like two weeks from there on, right? Um, it was a little bit longer. It was closed for a little bit longer. Um, but I remembered when I couldn't pay rent a couple times. I was so nervous and afraid and fearful. Um, and, and so what I had to do, I was forced to get on the phone and talk to the landlord. And I had all these things in my head of the landlord was going to react and day to day before I called. And when I called the landlord and talked to the landlord, it was so nice. Oh, don't worry. Three months. We'll defer it for three months. Don't worry about it. Blah, 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 blah. We know it's a tough time. Three months. (laughs) I was like, right. But before I was in such a pressure. So my thing is that pick up the phone. Um, I I remember one time I had a $30,000 payroll coming up and there was no money. And I owed the bank money and I, and you know, I just, my line of credit is, is uh, like maxed out. I got like $350,000 maxed out in the line of credit. And uh, and I needed $30,000. And I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to do this? I walk into the bank. I just said, I'm just going to go talk to the manager. So I had a relationship with the manager. I talked to her. And she said, yeah, no problem. You know, boom, okay, yeah, we'll help you. It's a little bit more than that, but we had a discussion. And at the end of the day, she ended up giving me the, the money. She gave me 50 grand more. You know, so I had an extra $20,000 buffer. But the thing is, I have all these things, worry and fret and scared and all these things. Sometimes we just need to pick up the phone. Sometimes we need to, there are resources around us that we can, we, we can find if we just pick up the phone, if we just call somebody. We don't want to, to feel like we're, we're, we're begging because of our pride. We don't want to feel, you know, we feel a little embarrassed at times. But now is not the time for, for embarrassment. Now is not the time for um, for pride. Now is the time for you to just pick up the phone, call a friend, call a family member, go to wherever you need to go to, to get the food to feed your family. Go to the supermarket, talk to people, um, explain situation. People will help you. You will be amazed of how many people out there who wants to help you. Um, Get on Facebook and put a put a post out and ask for help. People will help you. Um, pay your rent. Put food on your table. Talk to your landlord. It, it's you just can you will get the help. Look for things that you can find and maybe. 
on Craigslist, get something that you could get and then turn around and sell it, get it for five bucks, sell it for 20. If you don't have any money, borrow some. Somebody is there that will help you. You just got to be willing to ask. That's my take and my two cents. And I'm sticking with it. <laughs> All right, you stick with it, sir. You definitely 100% stick with it. Yeah. Like, if I'm, if I'm in need of help, I'm calling you. Because I know you can help. And whether you want to or not, it doesn't matter. But I have people that I will call if I need it. And if they want to help, they can help. If they don't want to help, it's a different story. But I'm not going to be embarrassed. I'm not going to let my pride stop me because I need the help. And if, you know what? If you need the help and, I, and you know I could help, even if you know that I don't know if I can help or not, I want you to call me. Don't let your pride stop you. Right? Well, you know what? You did mention that. Um, another solution is if it's we have to social distance and we can't really get out there and get our points across, even though people are still doing it, a safer way to do it would be to start a petition and send that petition around, get thousands, hundreds of thousands of people to sign that petition and let that go to the government so that they can get a better understanding of what people are going through and how that $2,000 a month is helping, but it can't pay rent, it can't cover all the things that need to be covered in the month, right? You don't think they so, noticed? Pardon me? You don't think the government noticed? <laughs> well, you know what? Everybody in the Everything government, you're saying everybody <laughs> in the, well, you're saying, Lincoln, you said people shouldn't be petitioning outside, right? So I'm No, protesting, protesting. Sorry, not petitioning, yeah. protesting outside. Yeah, yeah, so I got you. Same thing. So this is a safer way to do it. By yeah, it is. A petition and getting that signed by people, emailing. I agree with you. People sign and sending it to the government. I people agree with protesting you. outside, the government sees them, the camera picks it up. Mm. But if you have a petition that people are signing and emailing it, Sending it, send it to the news stations and uh, send it to the government, and that's a safer way about yeah. about going around and getting getting yeah. your voice heard, right? Yeah. Getting things done. Make no that, mistake. That is though. my solution for it. It is good, but make no mistake though. Just to say this real quickly, the protest that we see in America might be different protests from other places. The protest that we well, saw we, in America. Well, we had it here downtown at Queens yeah. Park. People were protesting Excuse that me. they needed to open up their businesses. Yeah, let me let me finish. The protest in it that we see in America was different from many places because the protest in America was more political. They were formed by governors and political parties. But Donald and, Trump saying and, go out and liberate, and, right? Yeah, and all of these things. But there were but yeah, but him saying go out and liberate didn't just got a group of people together. There were actual organizations that put these things together. And they were all political organizations. So they were doing this in the name of of, of, uh, uh, of, um, of, of political, what do you call it? The word political gains. Political gains. Yeah, they were doing this in the not in the name of hunger and jobs and all of that foolishness that year. Some of them were saying because their organ those organizations was purposely put together and planned. Okay, it wasn't well, just a group of people. That's that's not exactly true because on uh, CNN. I um I saw a governor. I don't. It was a black lady. I don't remember where she was from, but she was talking about reopening the economy because, um, in her state, they didn't have enough PPEs. So, as you know, a lot of the black people are dying. But they're the majority of the people dying in the U.S. So they wanted to open up the state so people could go and make that personal protective equipment so that they would actually have the mask, they would have stuff available to them. So that was another reason why they wanted to reopen the state so black people could go out there, work, and make the equipment that they don't have, that the government is not sending their way. Well, they could use those companies to just, you know, open up the... Lincoln, I can't hear you. Yes, you were talking about the PPE, right? Mm-hmm. I hear you now, yeah. You're gone again. Can't hear you. 
Yeah, the PPE. I'm saying that just okay. open up those PPE places. But, you know, that we can talk about this is a conversation that we could have for a, a very long time. But, yeah, I like your solutions instead of protest and petitioning. Right. That's another way. You probably could reach more people petitioning anyways. Right. You know, and get more involved in that by doing that, which is nice. It's a good idea. But, the, but you know, yeah, again, the government know all these things. I think all of these things could be um, could be fixed if they step in and do it right, increase all the income, increase, do the right things. Because what they're doing is that they, they're giving you a nickel when they, they know you need a dollar, <laughs> you know? So just do the right things, um, you know, pull they, money they, from they, other they, My thing is there's just so much going on. They are trying, they don't know where to start or they're, they're trying to figure out all the different steps, the baby steps that they need to take. Like, for instance, my kids are not in school. And school is supposed to be opening after May 31st. School's not going to reopen until September, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Because you can't have all those kids in the school, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And my kids are affected with university as well. We don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. My son's gotten letters saying that school will be back to normal in university from September. We don't know if that's going to happen. Right now, there are just so many things that the government needs to look at, businesses need to look at. And they're all trying to find solutions. Yeah, and I understand that. So that's why eventually we'll get there. Yeah, so that's why the first thing that needs to be taken care of is the financial end of it for people. That should be the first rule of everything. And then you figure everything else out. Make sure everybody's comfortable. Make sure you have a give them enough to cover stuff. Make sure you you stop rent. Make sure you stop bills, payment. Make sure you stop all these things and just have food flowing. And um, and like you like you said, food and light and water, the essentials, just have those things flowing, right? And the, and everything else cut off until you figure it out. So you you don't want to have people get the tension increase on all of these things start to happen, protest and all these things when when those things are not happening. Plus, people want to in a hurry to get back to the norm because they're they're getting uncomfortable also. But anyways. This was good, Nicola. I like your take on it. This Thank was awesome. Thank you, Lincoln. I hope, so, I hope it was useful for somebody. Um, I think everything's always useful to someone. Yeah. So that, that's the good thing. Well, before we go, I want to thank our audience for making lemonade with us today. Mm-hmm. Normally, I say be good to yourself. Be grateful for all that you have because you do have a lot. But um, this week, I'm saying I am thankful. I'm grateful for all that I have because I do have a lot. Excellent. And the thing is, I think we need to start seeking these positive affirmations to ourselves Mm -hmm. so that um, we can change our beliefs, like things that are happening right now. Mm -hmm. It's hard to see the good, the positive and everything. Mm -hmm. So we need to start seeking into existence things that we want to have. We want to be able to have food. So... I am blessed. I have an abundance of food. Mm-hmm. All the things that are important to us, we need to be putting it into that perspective. I am blessed. I am happy. I am grateful. I am thankful because I have a lot. I have this. I have a lot. Appreciate all the things that are in front of you. And don't focus on all the things that you don't have. Just The more you focus on the things that you have, I believe the more you will actually accumulate. Focus on what you have, and more of it will show up. There are powerful stuff, Nicole. Yeah. Uh, oh. I, I, can I say something real quick here for one second? Go ahead. I have this quote that I wrote that, uh, that come to me as you were talking. And it says, I, I had the blues because I have no shoes. Upon the street, I met a man who had no feet. Let that sink in for a moment. Thank can, you, can, folks. Can, can, can you repeat that again, please? Can you repeat it? Okay. It says, I have the blues because I have no shoes. Upon the street, I met a man who had no feet. You got it? Yes, I heard it. I heard it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week, folks. And we will meet up with you again next week. Have a wonderful week. Awesomeness. Thanks, Nicola. Great job.
Eu não tô. 